0: Hey guys, it's Kaylee. Hey, it's Riley. We hope you guys are having a great Wednesday so far. We're super excited to talk to you guys today because we have a really fun episode. Yes, we do. I'm super excited. Today's episode
1: is going to be more casual, um, kind of lighthearted. We're not going to get into anything too serious, but we kind of just wanted to talk about some Fun hot takes and kind of give our opinions on these, and then we're gonna mix in some worldviews versus the what the Bible actually says. Um, if you watched our Instagram videos, I actually did a video over this, and so we're just kind of gonna kind of mix it up and um, make it fun. At the end of the episode, we're gonna kind of open up about what we are struggling with. We feel. know led we're kind of both struggling so we're feel kind of led to just share that with um you guys and hope hopefully not but maybe you might be struggling with the same thing and get some encouragement from what we have to say
0: Yes. So I am going to be taking on kind of the lighter fun topics, kind of this or that and just some questions um and you guys will get to see more of our our individual personalities shine through. And then Kaylee's going to kind of ask the more serious and kind of the the long, you know, probably what we will talk about a little bit longer, but you never know with us because we might talk long about the, the fun topics too. Literally. So I'm going to start it off with my first question, which is, are there more wheels or are there more doors in the world? And this has been like all over TikTok. I'm yes. sure everybody knows what I'm talking about, but um, yes. So Kaylee, what is your stand?
1: Okay. So I feel like my TikTok is always like my For You page is so like too like trends behind so i actually like have not seen this but when i got asked about it at first i was thinking and i was like oh there are way more wheels but then i really thought about it and i'm like there are way more doors is it wheels and doors yes yeah and i was like there are so many doors because you have to think like a house and then all the doors inside of a
0: house is what i think of i know um i was like you i was more wheels and then i was doors but then i was back to wheels Because somebody brought up, like, a fact about how, like, if you're in an office or, like, a huge building, it has so many doors. But think about, like, the rolly chairs in there. They have four wheels. So it could be, like, one room with four wheels. But then again, you got to think about, like, cruise ships, you know, there's, like, doors everywhere. But then somebody was, like, what about suitcases? Every person has a suitcase with four wheels on it. And it's just mind blowing. But I mean, after seeing all of them, I'm still like, kind of like, what if there is the same amount in the world? Like that is so, I never even thought about wheels on yeah. a chair. I just thought of like, no wheels. I know me too. Wow. And And then I was like, well, there's more windows on a car, but it's crazy that so many people like were so offensive about like, if you were not a wheels person, like we had a huge <laughs> debate in one of my classes about if you were Team wheels or team doors, and like people were mad if you weren't team door. Like, oh my they, were, they had some pretty convincing arguments, but yeah, I think it's just kind of funny how, in this crazy world we're living in, we can debate over something as silly as that, you know? And people just actually, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, people actually want now.
1: I might actually have to switch to team wheels because I did not think of like chairs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, I just thought crazy. of car wheels. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Okay, well, the first one that I have is. Um, how the world tells us to love yourself, which is great. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, we shouldn't love ourselves. Like we should hate, like, you should not love yourself. You should hate yourself. Like No, that's not what I'm saying. But when you look in the Bible and this verse is in Matthew 22. Give me a second to find it. This says, okay, wrong verse. <laughs> okay, no, Matthew 543. It's going to take me a second to find it. Okay. It says, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Nope. That's the wrong one too. Okay. Well in the Bible, (laughs) we're told to deny ourselves and follow Christ. And I feel like this has to do with a lot of like denying your struggles, denying the things that hold you back from Christ, and it's kind of like picking up all of or like surrendering everything, absolutely everything, all of your struggles, your sinful desires, and everything to pick up and give it to Christ and be able to follow him. And so, basically, like the world says to love yourself, but Jesus says to deny yourself and follow him. So, that's kind of my hot take on it. And it's not saying hate yourself, but it is saying like. Don't get so worked up in like your accomplishments and who you are and like your name and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Because that's really that's
1: really yeah. good. You can't. I was reading. Yeah, I
0: don't remember what I've been currently reading. I should know that. I think I want to say maybe John, but um, it really talks about how you have to really humble yourself yeah. and not boast and like I think that's how you say that word, but basically mm-hmm. not. Um, feel like you um are owed anything. You know, even though you have probably have had great success in life, don't feel like it's going to be handed to you every day. Really humble yourself yeah. every day in the Lord and remind yourself that like you are <laughs> one person out of like the seven billion in this world, probably more than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's important to to love yourself, but don't don't do it like society is doing it today where we, we only are caring about ourselves. We only are centered around me, me, me. Yes. You know,
1: now that you say that and like humbling yourself and like, you're so focused on yourself, it really like reminds me a lot of times I have to, like, if I'm praying for God to like answer this prayer, like I have something Mm -hmm. on my heart, you know, please just let this happen for me. But it's kind of like, we need to take a step back and realize like, maybe this isn't our time to shine. Maybe like if it is for like a job interview and we're going against someone, like maybe it's their time to shine. And then yours is going to come next. And it's hard to like not get something that you really want, but it's always important to realize to have that faith and know like God is setting you up for something that works way better for you. And the opportunity is going to be so much better for you. And you're going to look back and be like, I'm so glad
0: I didn't get that job. Yeah. I love that because I think. For me personally, I have struggled with that, seeing um, people around me, like, achieve their dreams a little quicker than me. Mm -hmm. um, It's sometimes kind of like, not that I'm mad for that person, but you just kind of are wondering, God, when is is this going to happen for me? Like, what am I doing wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved that you said that, you know, later on, whenever it does happen, you're going to be like, I'm so glad that didn't happen when I wanted it to because it wouldn't have been the right time exactly so, love that
1: okay Riley what fun hot take oh so,
0: my next one is what current show are you just like super obsessed with you you're just like can't stop watching
1: that is so funny so I don't know why but I've literally been wanting am I cutting out okay I've literally been wanting to watch Reba so much <laughs> And I love, I love Reba. Reba. I've watched it like first season to I think there's 6 seasons. First yeah. to 6th season like I've watched it so many times in my That's life so funny. And it never gets old and I I will sit there and crack up at the jokes and I'm like I love that. I'm laughing like 5 minutes after everybody's done laughing. I'm that person. <laughs> and I love Reba. I love if that. you have not watched Reba, people that are listening, go watch it now. It's on Hulu. It is. If you need my password, let me know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I actually don't have one. I use somebody (laughs) else's.
0: Well, mine has been Bridgerton late, like the last like day. I just finished season two last night and it's amazing. I think it's better than season one. I don't know if you've even watched Bridgerton before. I have not. Oh my gosh. So I'm a sucker for like um, period pieces when they're made like you know in the 1800s or mm-hmm. 1900s I'm a sucker for that because I wish I was born back then because I feel like I'm an old soul and yeah so anytime there's a show that's like a period piece I just am obsessed with it but I like I finished it all in one day and I'm really mad at myself because I, I told myself oh, like you yes. need to pace it out you need to-. no I could not stop watching it. it was that good it was just like it had, like, my full attention, and I'm honestly sad it's really over, but if you have not watched it, you need to go check it out, because it is so, so good.
1: You, oh my gosh, I feel like those um, very old shows, mm-hmm. or, like, the setting is very old, like the 1800s. Yes. I feel like I'm watching a history movie, and I yeah, just you don't like, like it. I just don't like it, but if it's, like, 50s or, like, 20s, mm-hmm. like, those yeah. years, I'm, like...
0: I could watch all of those all day. It's a very like it's very romance and I'm also a sucker for a good love story. Mm -hmm. So it's just it like I had it had both of those things I love and like I think that's why I love it so much. But I really am. I wish I was born back then. I wish like in the 18th century. Yeah, like where the dresses and you go to balls and like you get to dance. Like I would I would love love it. I think if you would have asked me that before I watched these shows, I would have said oh, no, okay. though, because, and then again, too, you don't know, like, if it was actually, like, the show. Yeah. Like, your, your family probably had to be, like, pretty wealthy, but either way, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm on a rabbit trail now, but if you haven't watched it, go check it out, and go check out Reba, too, because oh, Reba's Reba. awesome.
1: She's a single mom who works <laughs> too hard and loves her kids. And yes. works <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Okay, the next one I have and hopefully I get this Bible verse right this time. <laughs> I don't honestly know where it talked about denying yourself, but I cannot find it, but I know it's in there. Okay. So I'm going to pull out of Matthew 5 38. Um, okay. So this worldly view is when someone does you wrong, get them back. And I know that it's it's, I feel like that's pretty well known, you know, when you accept Jesus, you're like, okay, I can't lash out as much as I used to, but like, I understand it definitely still happens and it still happens for myself as well. But, um, so Matthew 5:38 says, um, you have heard that it was said eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, which is basically saying like, oh, they did this to me. I'm going to do it to you. Yeah. Um, But I tell you, this is Jesus. I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. So, oh, and then it's like, people might know this verse. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give Mm -hmm. to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. That is a lot and it speaks volumes to me because like, it's so hard, especially in today's society. It's like, oh my gosh, they did one wrong thing to me. Like, I cannot, I'm just never going to speak to them again. And I'm going to be so rude to them. And I will say, I'm so guilty of this too. Like I catch myself a lot of times being that way because it's just like such human nature. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly easier to take that. that And you don't want to be. Mm -hmm. like embarrassed I guess if somebody does you wrong and um you just kind of don't do anything about it It, I feel personally like society kind of just says oh you don't have a backbone like you let people run all over you but it's actually like no Jesus tells us like to love others as much as we love ourselves and you know honestly just to give people grace and if they've stabbed stabbed you in the back and then ask you to walk a mile walk two miles
0: yeah because that is what Jesus has done. it literally like you said it speaks such volumes to me too because this is something I struggle with Mm -hmm. um and I think honestly everybody does because like you said our society has I I like an example for me is if like I have some family members and I I have some people on my Facebook, if they get very angry with a person, they decide to, you know, put that on social media. Mm -hmm. They might not say that person's name, but you can kind of clearly know who they're talking about. And to me, not only are you thinking those thoughts of that person, but now you're sharing them with other people. And it's just, it's just like a a snowball effect where you could have changed the subject into something, you know, you could have like Jesus would do turn the other cheek, but Mm -hmm. instead it's a snowball effect and you put yourself in a worse situation now. And so when you do go ask that person for forgiveness, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, because they might not turn the other cheek and say, yes, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like for both parties, it's so important to remember, you know, do what Jesus would do, even though Mm. like you might not want to, You need to because at the end of the day he would do it for you. So exactly he
1: did. He died on the cross for you. The least you can do is just turn the other cheek or exactly, you know, walk
0: more with this person, you know. I feel like too, like we're on the topic of just like um gossip kind of like talking bad about people or whatever, just like being mad at someone. And I feel like it's so easy nowadays um to do that to just sit around. And when you have nothing else to talk about, we'll bring up something that happened two years ago. Oh, so-and-so blah, blah, blah. I still can't stand, you know? And it's just like, Mm -hmm. I've caught myself recently, like in some situations where I'm like, this is not cool. Like Mm -hmm. I should not be sitting here listening to this. Like I should separate myself from this because it's like, at the end of the day, Jesus wouldn't be sitting there listening on he would be like you know hey this isn't cool like I died for this person the same way I died for you yep exactly and I think it's important to remember that too like if someone does do wrong to you don't think that Jesus is like he did bad to you so I think he's bad too like he cares for all of us no Mm -hmm. matter our past or any of that so I think it's important to keep that in mind next time you're mad at someone just Mm -hmm. know that they deserve grace just like Jesus showed us grace
1: Mm -hmm. and it's also like I feel like I say like a lot (laughs) I (laughs) feel that today and I am so so guilty of this and I'm gonna keep saying that because this is such like a hot topic for me but um we're so we get so caught up in the moment and it's like somebody says somebody something bad about us or you know does us wrong stabbed us in the back and then our quick Immediate reaction is to just go to the closest person and be like, Well, did you know what so and so did to me? Like, blah, 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 and kind of like belittle them. And like, I'm so guilty of it. Um, I am too. It's just that heat of the moment. And Mm -hmm. I like, honestly, it's hard to stop that. But like, what I've tried to do is instead of just going to the first person I see, is like, go to somebody that you trust that will calm you down and remind you to turn the other cheek and to remind you to give that person grace. If you have to just get something off your chest, go to like your accountability partner. You know, yeah. go to that person that you that. trust.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and like you said, it's so hard. Like, and, and and unless you've been in a moment like we're talking about, you and I'm sure everybody has, but oh, it's yeah. just it's so hard not to, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like go to that person that will will be there and remind you, you know, let you vent, but then remind you that person still deserves grace. And that person, even though they have done you wrong, you might be the best influence for them
1: yeah. right now. That Very was reaction, advice. Totally yeah. Totally that changed. was
0: advice that I had gotten from a person this past weekend. Cause I was struggling with some stuff and, and she told me, but you might be that person's only influence, you know, to show them what Jesus would do. And so it's just, it's just a really, it's really hard, but it's really, really important to try your best yes. at showing grace. Yes. Okay, Riley. What okay, so my next one is if you could have lunch with any famous person in the world, who would it be and why? Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, <laughs> obviously it would be Jesus, but the second person. Yes. I'm going to go with the second person.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have your person in mind? I have, like you said, I would obviously, you know, probably choose Jesus. if It really came down to it. But I have, um, I've always wanted to meet Timothy Chalamet. I think that's how you say his last name. Because listen, he was in a period piece. I'm telling you, it all comes back to these period oh my pieces. Gosh. He was in the newest Little Women, not the old one, but oh. the new one they made. And I just loved him in it, and I would probably pick him, or honestly, one of the Spider Mans, maybe all three of the Spider Mans. Of honestly. course, I you're know. such
1: a wild card to this. I am, I am, I am.
0: I'm you're a sucker.
1: Like, I'm a maybe. sucker for Marvel, Marvel fans or yeah. Marvel movies. Well, I think you know. Oh, I don't know if you can hear that. Of course, I make loud noises. Anyway, <laughs> so I think the second person I would eat lunch with is Reba, because I'm on a Reba kick right now, and I love it. yeah, I love it, I want to, you know, my dad, so my dad
0: actually got to meet her, <sighs> yeah, he I... was, at first, I didn't believe him, but he told me that Reba's sister barrel race, and my dad was huge in <gasps> rodeo, and he, they, they got invited to rope at her house, this girl's house, and when they came, Reba's tour bus just pulled up, and my dad was like, I thought I was, like, dreaming, oh my god! I, so, I was
1: like, are you just kidding me right now? That is so awesome. Also, I forgot. I would probably definitely want to meet Sadie Robertson,
0: too. Love her. Oh, my gosh. I love her. And Honey, too. Yes. Bring the little baby. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She also has, I
1: think, they have this, like, cute dog. I'm all about dogs. Bring the dogs. Yes. (laughs) I love dogs, Just bring the whole family. Yeah. (laughs) But I think right now, I would probably. That's hard. I don't know if I would do Reba or Sadie first. Because I know, I know with Sadie, I would have a great conversation, mm-hmm.
0: you, you know, would. Like about You'd probably take something God, from that. Yes,
1: yeah. for sure. But with Rila, that's just a legend.
0: Like yes, that that's is. my girl right there. <laughs> if I had to if I got to eat lunch with all three of the Spider-Man, oh my gosh, like I would ask them so many questions too about like what really goes on. Yeah. I would, I would. Yeah. It, would be a, it would be a dream come sure. true.
1: Yeah, for sure. That was a good one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so my third one, this one's kind of short and I feel like people know it, but knowing it and applying it, I th- feel like is where it's hard. Um, the It's when money equals happiness. If I am rich, that would solve all of my problems. Yeah, False. It would not. Um, if anything, I feel like it would make more problems. Um I'm gonna pull up this verse pull up in my Bible in my paper Bible, not on my phone. Okay, say Matthew 6:24 and I'm getting a lot of these out of Matthew because when I first started reading my Bible, like I would actually read and study a chapter, I started in Matthew and I always recommend if you are gonna start like reading a chapter and like understanding it and stuff, I always am like, Matthew, that's where I started. And it helped so much. There's so much you can apply to your life. That's in like the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because that's Mm -hmm. like when Jesus walked the earth, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and sorry I have to turn my page and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both God and money and like in my bible when I was studying this I put what's more important than eternal life so it's like are you while you're here in this life are you going to focus so much on how much money you can make um like what all you can spend it on but then at the end of your life you're going to be like oh wait like I am about to die. Where am I going to go? You know? Mm-hmm. So like, it's so important to realize like, yes, money can ha- make you happy. It can, it can get you shopping trips, clothes, yeah. like traveling. It can, it can do a lot for you, but it cannot give you eternal life. And hundred percent. Yes. And 100%. it's honestly like, not just money, like any idol, like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And that's like when we were talking about um like who we'd want to eat lunch with. And I was talking to a friend the other day and I was kind of basically saying like um influencer Christian influencers are kind of a hot trend right now, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like it's all great until like we start looking at these people more and wanting our questions answered by these people instead of wanting them answered by God. And so that makes us kind of idolizing these people, which is honestly like really not their fault. It's our Mm -hmm. fault. We just kind of need to remember like, you know, they're preaching for God. And like, that is the main focus. We would rather meet God than meet this Christian influencer, you know, Mm kind of went off on a rant right there.
0: But, no, no, right. yeah, I, I think that is like that speaks volumes. I think people don't want to hear that, but yeah, it's honestly there's so much truth in it. It's just remembering I,
1: to like yeah. keep yourself in check.
0: Yeah, and I think I love how you brought up, you know, like the fact that like, are you gonna look back at your life and be like, did I did I enjoy life? Did I genuinely enjoy life, or did I was I always worrying about like you said, like having enough of this or that? Because yeah. I think especially right now with like everything with inflation and like gas prices going up and mm-hmm. like people are starting to panic, but I always love going back to, I honestly couldn't tell you where it's at, but there's, there's a verse in the Bible that basically says Jesus will provide for you. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. I think that if you are actively trying, if you are, you know, seeking him he's going to make a way because he always has and i think people like you said we just sometimes our ducks are not in the right row like yeah we don't we don't have like you said like when we love those christian influencers sometimes we're putting that you know i find myself sometimes um watching sermons sometimes instead of actually reading my bible yeah and to me that's not like too bad but it's important to remember that The words of the Bible are like the truth, you know, and although a sermon might pull a verse or two, and those are good to listen to, not saying like you shouldn't watch sermons because I love watching sermons, but it's super important to have that realistic time with your Bible Mm -hmm. and seeking, you know, the answers that you will find in there. It's like, and and you won't even be looking like it's, it's happened to me before, you know, where I just have had a really crappy day and I open up a verse and it's like, whoa.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's like, so it's kind of the same as if I wanted to be friends with you, we weren't friends yet. And I'm like, oh, I want to be friends with Riley. I am going to go to her best friend and I just want her best friend to talk to me about Riley so I can get to know Riley. But like, I'm not going to have that actual one-on-one relationship with Riley unless I spend time with her. And that's the same way with God. We can listen to these sermons and like we can learn how God works and who he is But to actually have that relationship with him, we need to spend that one-on-one time. And like what I like to call it and what my friends like to call it is quiet time. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: my quiet time looks like worship music in the background and me reading my Bible. Or like to some, it could be, I know Riley, you used to get in your closet. Like what I literally did. And it's not weird. It's, you know, finding that safe place to allow God to speak into your life yeah. and that is just so
0: important and I think it's super important to remember like like you were saying like we have such different styles of our quiet time mm-hmm. and I think it's important some people like I think like if an influencer if an influencer says you know oh I do quiet time this way and then somebody's like well that's not how I do it so maybe I should switch up my ways like Mm -hmm. No, like your quiet time is your quiet time. And Mm -hmm. I think society has put such a strain on like Christians are supposed to look this way, Mm -hmm. especially young Christians where we, because we're the ones that are watching all of these great influencers that are awesome in our lives. But sometimes we're basing that off of like, oh, wow, I wish I was there. I wish I was where that person was at. I wish I had, you know, as much confidence as they did and then it's like you just you just start kind of on the spiral of you know but when in reality you're doing great where you're at and you don't need to change anything so I think it's really good to just own up to what makes you Christian what makes Mm -hmm. you you know your individuality yes Yes. because not every everybody's gonna look the same Mm -hmm. that's
1: beautifully said well also, to turn it all around, money and idols do not equal happiness. They can make yes. you happy, but they will not give you the
0: joy, the, that fruit of the spirit that God can give you. Mm-hmm. All right. hundred percent. Okay. So my next one, I know we're both going to love because we just love coffee, but do you prefer iced or hot coffee and why?
1: Okay. Okay. Give me a setting. Like where okay, am I I'll- at?
0: What am I doing? Okay. So you have just finished class. Okay. It's been a long day. Okay. You're super tired, but you got some homework to do. So you're going to stop by a coffee shop and get some coffee before you go home. Okay.
1: I'm going to get an iced vanilla latte decaf because it is probably a little bit after morning. Yes. And my body cannot handle all the <laughs>
0: caffeine, but I want it. So I love that. definitely yeah. iced. Uh-huh. I am an iced as well. I used to like drinking hot coffee. But the last like two years, I've not touched one. I'm not in line. It'll be like 19 degrees outside. And you know what I'm carrying across campus? An iced coffee. Yep. Iced coffee. I will... I will always go for my iced coffee but I I do like like I do I know hot chocolate is not coffee but I do love a mean hot chocolate yes
1: yes if it's like the morning time I really want some hot coffee Mm -hmm. it just like wakes me up I feel like it 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 really wakes me up that's awesome also um if I get iced coffee I get it with oat milk and if you're one of those people who wants to like I don't know, up your coffee game when you're ordering, you don't just want to say, like, I don't want to be like, iced vanilla latte, please. But I want to be like, iced vanilla latte with, oh, yeah, no. because I really sound like I
0: know coffee. <laughs> I have recently discovered chai. I didn't, oh, I, uh, I love like a good iced coffee, but I was never really like exposed to all the different things you could get. I would stick to my either my vanilla latte, my caramel latte, or my iced caramel macchiato. That was like, <laughs> what I got you know um but a friend told me try chai like you're gonna love it and I tried it and it's like my new favorite and I get it like I order like you like I'm like I'll have an iced chai latte with two pumps of caramel Ooh. heavy whipping cream and yes. some caramel drizzle yes and they're like okay yeah and I just feel so cool that yes. I like have instead of just like you said like I'll have a iced vanilla latte but if you drink
1: iced vanilla lattes and you oh, have yeah. coffee like more power to you <laughs> they,
0: are, they are good. Yes, they are.
1: Um, I don't know what else I was going to say. Okay, my turn. Um, so this is my last point, And then Riley will end with um, kind of a fun point because this one is a little bit more serious. Um, I'm going to pull up a verse in First Corinthians. And it's in chapter 3, verse 16. And... So what I have written down is how the world is just like, you know, you live once. So let's go have sex. It's hookup culture, if you will. It mm-hmm. is, oh, you're going to, why, why wait till you're married? Like this is a new age or, you know, whatever it is. It's basically, you know, the having sex before marriage. And in 1 Corinthians three sixteen it says, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? Um, if, and then verse 17, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person for God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. So that verse, it speaks a lot. It's pretty much saying like your bodies are, you know, they're sacred and when you allow somebody to have that bond with you, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I know like, for me, it has been a struggle and, um, being completely honest, it has been a struggle with Jason. and I, but we have finally come to that point where it's just like, you know, waiting before or not waiting, wait, waiting after marriage. It's going to, it's just so that's what it's meant for, mm-hmm. you know, that's what sex is meant for. Yeah. it is for a husband and wife to become one after mm-hmm. they have made that covenant to be together that commitment yeah. and so you might think um well i love him and i know i'm going to marry him or her um if you're a guy watching and that is great and i'm like so happy and god loves that but he also wants us to wait until we mm-hmm. have made that commitment in front of you know our at our wedding, our friends and family and before God and we've, you know, made that covenant together. Um it's been really heavy on my heart this topic has because it's a huge topic. It is so friends. big. And, and I'm definitely not here to shame anyone if you have done it before marriage because let's be real, like I'm not perfect either. Um mm-hmm. and honestly like nobody is and people are going to mess up and that's just who we are. Um, But I would definitely like just the advice I would give is I used to be in that boat of, oh, if I love him, then I should be fine. But it's really understanding like what marriage is all about and like what God wants for us and just really being obedient in that. So, Riley, what are your thoughts on this? So I love this topic
0: because it's something that I like feel strongly about. And it's hard because like you said, society is such hookup culture. Mm -hmm. And I was with a group of friends. This was like last month. And I remember one of them said, it's weird if you don't have sex. Cause we were, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but she was basically saying um, like, yeah, go have sex. Cause it's weird if you don't like, it's weird nowadays if you don't. And I remember sitting there like, holy cow, you know? And it's something I have also struggled with in my past and it's, it's, it's easy for me and Kayla to sit here and tell you how, like, oh yes, like, wait, but it's so hard, but it it's is. okay. Like, yes. like, we're here to tell you that it's okay to struggle. It's okay. But pick yourself up and realize that a hookup at the end of the day is not love. It's not, it's not what your future spouse um can give you, you know, at the end of the day, like, and I think it, what's so important to remember is a lot of times, if you are constantly just going and hooking up with whoever, whatever, every time you hook up with them, you're leaving a piece of yourself with them.
1: Yes, you have a string that tied up. to Is them. that from yeah. Michael Todd? Yes. Uh-huh. yes. His relationship series. I was, was going to bring that up. It, that mm-hmm. relationship series. It's, it's on so Sadie Robertson's podcast, isn't it? Yes. And I'm sure mm-hmm. he has videos about it. And I highly encourage you to go watch it. Check it out. Yeah. Yes. But that is, he, it's such a good point.
0: It is because you don't think about it probably when you're thinking about going and hooking up with someone. But Literally, you're going to have a soul tie to that person.
1: Yes. Because that's what it's meant for. A soul Mm -hmm. tie. Yes. Yeah. We can go on and on about this topic, but Mm -hmm. I just basically want to say like, we mess up. I mess up. Riley messed up, messes up. Um, It happens. And just remember like your ultimate goal and it's hard and I can tell you right now you being engaged to the person that you just love and think is so adorable it's so hard but like Mm -hmm. one thing that um Jason and I just remember is like it is so it's going to be so much or it's going to be so worth it because this is what it's meant for it's meant for marriage sex is meant for marriage and um Basically, like if you're having, like the best advice I could give on it is if you're in a relationship or even if you're not and you're just like, I really just want to go hook up or something like that, you know, the best advice I can give is okay, if you're in those situations, but you're, you want to do that. And then, but you also want to wait until you're married. Okay. The best advice I could give then is, you know, when you get that feeling like, man, I just really want to just do it. Like, oh, oh, well, just do it. Like, the best advice I could give is just get into your Bible, you know, get in contact with God, because that is the enemy. And he's trying to get in your head and say, oh, it'll be okay. Just one time, just one little time. But it's like, no, get in your Bible, get God talking to you because he wants you to wait. And I know you want to wait. So fill that with scripture and with prayer and
0: just, you know, get, get in your Bible. Yeah. I love that so my last one is if you could pick between a book or a movie and it was about your life would you pick to have your life made into a book or pick to have your life made into a movie
1: wow do you know this like do you know your answer
0: I would say I would pick movie just because my like say I have like great great grandchildren they could watch it and And I feel like, for me, I can read something, but when I actually watch it, it's, like, visualize it. But I also love a good book, so I wouldn't mind it. But I think, overall, I would choose a movie just because I could show all of my, you know, great-grandchildren or my grandchildren or even my kids. Like, this was me as a kid, you know. That's so
1: hard because when you first asked I was like oh movie for sure but then you're mm-hmm. like wait books have so much more detail thank you so like if I don't get to produce this movie and like pretty much have yeah, a say in true. it that and is they true. don't get it right like or leave something important out mm-hmm. like, they wouldn't do that in a book because you just yes. get so much more detail in the book
0: mm-hmm. and I, I love, love reading because I'm not a book yeah reader.
1: so I, I, I do mean,
0: love to read though and I so I feel know. like um oh yeah it's tough it's tough maybe you could do have write a book and then there'd be like a a movie you know what I mean maybe but if I had to pick one I'd probably do the movie Mm -hmm. just because like
1: I myself am not too into books yeah I'm sure if it's a great book of course I'll read it like but (laughs) yes I don't know like thinking about great grandchildren if they have my genes they're not going to read it or like even my children, like they probably know <laughs> yeah, I want to
0: so, watch a movie. Yep.
1: Yeah, so I'd probably do movie for the sake of my children and grandchildren. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So for the last part of this podcast, mm-hmm. we want to open up a little bit about what we're struggling with. And I know that Riley has a huge one. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about doing a podcast over this, but when we were going to, I was kind of like maybe because I'm struggling with it a little bit too. But so I felt like maybe we should get to a point where we've overcome it yes. a little bit, you know, controlled.
0: So we can it. kind of, yeah, we can tell you know how how we overcame it or yeah. what our process was, so we can yeah, help yeah. you guys more. Exactly. Okay, so so Riley, yeah, my struggle has been body image, super bad lately, and honestly. I've always struggled with it, but it's never been this bad. And I have like, I was recently diagnosed with PCOS and it's unfortunately like I have a terrible time losing weight. They told me that if I do, I'm going to have to work 10 times harder than the average person because it's just the way my body is. And honestly, before I was diagnosed, I never really had a desire to lose weight, but now that I am, um, they told me, if you don't know what PCOS is, it's basically like, um, I have cysts on my ovaries. And so I could have, um, fertility issues in the future. And so they told me if I could lose as much weight as I can, my fertility will increase for the future. And so that's why I have been, you know, seeking to lose, but I have not been able to, and it's just been such like a mental strain on me. And before, I didn't really compare myself, but now that I have just had all these thoughts, I find myself every day comparing myself to someone or wishing I looked like someone. Um, It's honestly been, like, awful, Um, but I kind of pushed it away, but then, like, the last month, I just realized, like, this is not going anywhere. I'm waking up and feeling the same way. I, like will take pictures with someone and I will like not want them to be posted anywhere. I find myself like choosing not to go places and I've never been that way, but it's all revolving around because of my body image, because I'm like, if I go out, then somebody might see me. And this is like really vulnerable for me. I really haven't talked about it much, but it's just been something that I have really been struggling with lately. And And I wish I could tell you like my great story on how I overcame it, but I'm still in the process, but I know that I will overcome it because Jesus is with me and I'm going to find a way to to get through this, but it's just been like super fresh. And so that's just what I've been struggling with. So Kaylee, if you want to take it.
1: Yeah. So I've kind of been struggling with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think mine honestly just comes down to comparing myself to other girls and a lot of that has to do with social media for yes. me. Um, I look on there and I see these beautiful models and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could just lose some, like lose some weight, mm-hmm. I, I could look like that. But like, it's hard because I also know in the back of my head, like, I'm not supposed to look like that. I'm supposed to look how I look. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's been rough too for me because this definitely like I have not really struggled with body image like in high school and stuff. It just wasn't something I really cared to think about. Yeah. Like I was just like this is my body, I'm okay with it, you know, whatever. Never really came to mind. Mm-hmm. And then college, especially like these last few months, it's been like wow, I I wish I looked like that. I wish I looked like her. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Um and it's, I don't know, it's just so weird. And then I start yeah. to really just pick apart. I'll look in the mirror and just like pick apart my body. Yeah. Just so it's so bad to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, like, I know if you kind of do the same thing, it's really good to just stand in the mirror and pick good things about you, you know? Yeah. Um, And just be grateful, you know, that you have a good, healthy working body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's something that won't change overnight, you yeah. know. You can't mm-hmm. get rid of the struggle, like, no, with a snap of the fingers, you know. Um, but that is one thing I'm struggling with. I'm kind of feel like I'm in this gray area right now, you know. I do have my struggles, of course, but nothing really heavy on me, yeah. Um, I have prayed a lot to for God to give me an opportunity to be humbled or to you know, be humbled or be humble, like have the choice to be humble. And I really feel like I'm going through that season right now, which is crazy because like, I literally can tell you pray about things and like God will work because that's what he's doing right now. It wasn't long ago that I asked, like, give me an opportunity to be humbled or to show that I am humble, you know? Um, And he's doing that right now. And whether this outcome is good or bad, you know, like, I, you know, I know that God has a plan for me, and it's really nice and comforting, but it honestly, like, also sucks, honestly, going through, like, the season. Yeah. Um, of, like, trying to be humble and not bring people down and stuff like that. It's hard, um, but ultimately, I know God has a plan,
0: and yeah, so. He does, yeah. Yes. Yeah, That's but I mean, that. And I think, like, I'm sure that everybody has struggled at some point in their lifetime wanting to change something about themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, what I go back to when I really am struggling like I have been, I always think back to, like, God created me. And so whenever I think unhighly of myself, I'm, I'm like, basically, like, if it was like if somebody made a piece of art and I got on there and commented, that's terrible, because God created us, we're his art, yeah, we're yeah. his, we're his, you know, and, and by saying, you know, and thinking terrible things of yourself, it's like calling artist like terrible for something exactly. they created beautifully. So yeah, but we will, we will hopefully get to do an episode about, you know, this in the future and how I can, you know, we can both kind of tell you guys how we struggled and how we overcome. And it'll, I think it'll be a beautiful episode, but
1: I I think that about
0: wraps us up this week. Um, If you guys have any topic ideas, please send them our way Um, or prayer requests, literally anything. We're always here. But I hope you guys have a really good rest of your day. And that's all I got.
1: Yes. So I'm going to just end with this verse. And if you're struggling with body image, if you're struggling with weight, how you look, you know, whatever. It may be, um, I always go back to this verse and it is my absolute favorite verse and you most definitely probably know it. And I've probably said it before, but I'm going to say it again. So it's in Psalm 139. Um, and it starts at verse 13 for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So it's like you were made by a perfect God. Like, that doesn't mess up. You were made how you were supposed to be made. And that is fearfully and wonderfully. And we know that his works are wonderful. And we know that he doesn't mess up. And so he worked. He has worked on you, like, since you were conceived, you know? Like, a little yeah. speck is when he started knitting you together. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. I love that it verse. Is. And yeah. I hope that that helps somebody. yes. And, and that's all I got. So I hope everybody has a great rest of their
0: week. Um, mm-hmm. Riley, you got anything else? No, um, just have a wonderful day. And like I said, if y'all need anything, let us know. We're here, but that's all I got. So bye, guys. Bye.